everyone. Welcome to Soapbox Stand-Up. My name is Lucas Muller, and it's Monday, May 17th. Real Salt Lake played Nashville SC this weekend in the first meeting of the of the two teams in their history, and it ended in a 0-0 draw. It was what can only be described as an incredibly boring game. It felt like not a lot happened. Um, so I'm not going to spend too much time on recapping the game because there were no goals and um, unfortunately, also no shots on goal from Real Salt Lake. FC Dallas had three shots on goal, but overall, um, not super exciting. 12 goals. It felt like neither team played with much urgency. Um, the possession was split 55 to RSL to 43, 44 um, or so to uh, Nashville. For this game, Everton Luis was listed out on the injury report with Aaron Herrera and Marcelo Silva also listed as questionable. It's a lineup that saw David Ochoa um, in goal once again, the same back line. Um, probably the key difference would be that Nick Beasler was dropped and Demir Krylock was pushed back more into um, uh, a defensive midfield role. Uh, and Albert Rusnak returned to his preferred spot at the 10. I don't think Rusnak had a particularly effective game. Honestly, he had some terrible uh, corner kicks that over hit the entire uh, entire box. No players were able to get to it. Um, so some really poor moments from him, unfortunately. I did think Eric Holt, who drew a lot of criticism after being in some way responsible for the uh, 2-1 Lousy goals last weekend, was certainly improved in this game. He played well. Uh, they kept the clean sheet, first clean sheet for Real Salt Lake this season, first clean sheet for David Ochoa in his MLS career. That was exciting to see. Also, Andrew Brody was was really good. Uh, fun note, after the game, um, the substitutions were very um, heavily former Monarchs players, and in the post-match interview, David Ochoa called, called that out and just mentioned that they were his guys from the 2019 champion winning season. One major issue was Pablo Ruiz just really was not getting great service. Um, in my mind, that's in part chalked up to Albert Ruiz not, not being particularly effective in the tin roll. It seemed like RSL was willing to sit deep defensively. A lot of their heat map was passing between center backs. It felt like there were several minutes of just passing between uh, Eric Holt and Justin Glad. I would assume the thought there is to try to draw out Nashville and then counter when they're stretched, but um, Nashville was not going for the bait, which gave this sense, this game uh, like it had no real urgency from either side. Um, the teams weren't really fighting or pressing very hard, and um, not, not the most exciting game you'll see. The Monarchs had their home opener at Zion's Bank Stadium on Friday night. They played LA Galaxy 2 and unfortunately lost uh, 0-2 against Los Dos. That first goal um, was really a defensive b- breakdown. There were, just, there were enough players in the box, but only one player it felt to me. Uh, New Zealand newcomer Kyle Adams. He, he was the one who really stepped and was fighting, but it looked like the rest of the defensive players just weren't sure what their role was weren't marking effectively, and they were able to get in um, a pass that was slotted away. The second goal saw um, Jorge Hernandez uh, slip in center forward Preston Judd behind the back line. In this instance, Adams probably could have been the guy that that did better to deal with that, cut out that pass, but uh, 
Judd is able to get behind and just calmly passes a ball past Deuce Nup. Um, possession was fairly even, 49% to the Monarchs, 51 to Los Dos. Um, the player that stood out for me was Max Mata. He is a forward from New Zealand. Um, so he's new to the Monarchs, but I thought he was impressive. He looked dangerous. Just Jeff Dusnup, he's only 16 and he played in goal. And everyone I've talked to says that he is ahead of where Ochoa was at his age. So he'll certainly be a player to watch. Um, this team also, just to be aware, is very, very young. Unlike that 2019 championship winning team, they had a good mix of youth and um, veterans, or at least players that had some had some good years under their belt, like um, like Jack Blake, who was the captain, or even Luke Mulholland, who had um, played for RSL, uh, played in the league, so he had a lot more experience. Um, and there's not a lot of that this season, and it might be a better way to develop young players. They're certainly getting a lot of experience, but we're not also seeing great results so far they have a draw and a loss so one point from two games isn't isn't amazing but they they could certainly figure it out in other organizational news uh real salt lake lifted the requirement to wear a mask to games uh you could really see a difference um in the amount of people wearing masks at this game versus the last game uh, for rsl or even the week before where they um, you had to wear, wear a mask at all times in your seat. There were designated eating areas, but you could not have food or water at your seat and had to have masks in the whole time. Uh, Trevor Brady tweeted out that when he was coming in, unprompted, a uh, one of the security guards was telling anyone who's wearing a mask that they didn't have to wear it anymore. And it felt like very few people had masks on, which is, in my in my opinion, a bit discouraging. I think masks are still easy and we are not um we're not exactly at herd immunity yet it's that time of year again where we see the um, mls player salaries uh for real salt lake the three highest play paid players are all midfielders albert rusnak is on 2.35 million dollars guaranteed annually demir krylock 1.35 million and Everton Luis at $1.26 million. Uh, so RSL has a pretty expensive midfield, and that's really where the bulk of the salary is going is those three players. On the other end of the uh, salary spectrum, RSL has some really incredible values coming through. Rubio Rubin is only on $152,000, and what we've seen so far from him has been quite impressive. He's certainly earned that um, already. Uh, David Ochoa, starting goalkeeper in all games, is on $90,000. And Andrew Brody, who has surprised us all and been very impressive, is on $85,000. I mentioned this earlier, but on the injury report this week, Everton Luis is still out, but he was seen walking around the stadium without a boot or crutches, so that's certainly a good sign. Aaron Herrera and Marcelo Silva were both listed as questionable. Uh, I haven't been to training, so I don't don't have any idea how they're progressing. Hopefully, they're coming along and will be available this weekend, but it, it could take some more time. In the last piece of non-game news, outlets in Argentina are reporting that Johnny Menendez uh, has agreed to a fee, $1.4 million with Real Salt Lake, so it seems very likely that he will be at Real Salt Lake sometime this year, likely in the summer. Uh, he, he is a player that could improve the attack it's exciting to see ourselves getting uh, names like this and even 
spending this kind of money without an owner in place. So, well, it's not been announced uh, officially, but reports are coming out that that has been completed. The Monarchs host Austin Bold this Friday at 7 p.m. at Zions Bank Stadium. Austin have only played one game so far this season, but that was a loss for them, so they are at the bottom of the standings. Uh, LA Galaxy 2 are at the top of the standings, so this could be an opportunity for Real Monarchs to find their first win of the season. It would be super fun if that was at home. Um, would certainly encourage you to get out to that game. Monarchs games are really fun, and if you haven't been to Zions Bank Stadium, it's a great facility. After three games at home, Real Salt Lake are on the road, this time to FC Dallas. That game is Saturday at 6 p.m. in Dallas. Um, so far, FC Dallas, they have one win, two draws, and two losses this season. Not great. They look like they've struggled. Um, they're currently at 7th in the West. Um, RSL has struggled in Texas in the past, but it's still early season. Humidity won't be too bad. And Dallas, you know, aren't as dangerous as they have been in other seasons. So this could be an opportunity for a good win for Real Salt Lake. But we'll see. That's it for this week. Thanks, everyone, for listening. And we will be back next Monday.